Good morning, good morning, good morning, and happy Monday, March 8th, 2021. Happy birthday to my mom in heaven today. Um, love you, mom. Happy birthday to my sister-in-law, Pamela. Um, this week, we are going to be focusing on what motivates you. So today, we're going to start in Colossians and Hebrews. Colossians 3.23 from the Passion Translation. Put your heart and soul into every activity you do, as though you are doing it for the Lord himself and not merely for others. Colossians 3.23 from the NIV. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart, as working for the Lord, not for human masters. And then Hebrews 12 verses 1 through 2 from the voice. So since we stand surrounded by all those who have gone before, an enormous cloud of witnesses, let us drop every weight, every sin that clings to us and slackens our pace, and let us run with endurance the long race set before us. We may feel alone, but we aren't. We are sur- we are surrounded by an army of witnesses. They have run the race of faith and finished well. It is now our turn. Now stay focused on Jesus, who designed and perfected our faith. He endured the cross and ignored the shame of that death because he focused on the joy that was set before him. And now he is seated beside God on the throne, a place of honor. Hebrews 12, verses 1 and through from the Passion. As for us, we have all these great witnesses who encircle us like clouds. So we must let go of every wound that has pierced us and the sin we so easily fall into. Then we will be able to run life's marathon race with passion and determination, for the path has been already marked out before us. We look away from the natural realm and we fasten our gaze onto Jesus who birthed faith within us and who leads us forward into faith's perfection. His example is this, because his heart was focused on the joy of knowing that you would be his, he endured the agony of the cross and conquered its humiliation, and now sits exalted at the right hand of the throne of God. In Colossians 3.23 from the um, the Voice, So no matter what your task is, work hard. Always do your best as the Lord's servant, not as man's. So this week's theme is what motivates you. And you'll notice that, again, we're looking at Hebrews 12, the first two verses. And then we have a verse from Colossians. I want to encourage you this week that whatever you're doing, we want to do that for the glory of God, right? In simpler terms, so as not to... um, you know, stress you out or get too like, I don't want you to go, ah, what are you talking about? Right. Um, here's the deal. What motivates you? And last week we talked about the battles and the things that might attack us. Right. And when we're doing that, we keep our eyes focused on Jesus. And this week, and because last week was impromptu, like I had no idea that this week's first, you know, reading was going to be the same as last week's. Yeah, I love the way God works. Um, because when we're running that race and we are focusing on working for God, not for man, um, we need to be motivated. And 
if you don't know what motivates you to do what you do or be who you are, you really need to take some time and figure it out. Uh, I'm an independent consultant with Epicure. And Epicure is um, gluten-free seasonings, non-GMO, vegan, great stuff. If you want to know about it, you know, message me, contact me, I'll talk to you. But I don't want my podcast to become a sales pitch. But why I'm mentioning it is because our leader, Kayla Trotman, says um, you need to know your why. You know, why are you doing this business? Why are you an Epicure independent consultant? Why are you an Epicure executive consultant? Why are you an Epicure leader? And she focuses a lot on knowing your why and that it's important to know your why because when times get tough, that's what's going to get you through. And, you know, every time she thinks of that, I think of these different verses from the Bible where, you know, God's encouraging us to live a life that fulfills his call on our life, his will for our life. And that should be motivating us, right? You know... I want to be motivated to be the best mom I can be. I want to be motivated. I'm motivated to be the best daughter, the best sister, the best wife, the best friend. And I want to be the best paraprofessional. I want to be, you know, but we can't be the best at everything. So ultimately, I think of knowing your why is almost like having your own personal, um, like your life mission statement. You know how businesses have mission statements and they have vision statements? I think in life, we need to determine a mission statement, a life vision statement, so that... When times get tough or we're faced with decisions that need to be made, we go back to that mission statement for our life and say, that's it, hard no, hard pass, doesn't line up with my mission statement. And I'll be honest with you, that's something that I have sat down and attempted to do a few times and I feel so pulled in many different directions. Um, I don't know if it's my, you know, firstborn personality, my A-type personality, whatever you want to call it. Um, I want to be good at everything I'm doing. And I'm honestly doing too much. And there's things that I know I would like to take off my plate so I could focus in other areas of my life. And I honestly don't because I don't want my friends to be mad at me. And I get that that's wrong. Like you're listening to me going, uh, hello, if they're friends, they're not going to be mad at you. Um, because some of the things, you know, I want to cut are things that I do enjoy. Um, yet I just feel God's calling me to spend time and energy and thought in other areas. Um, And 
doing all I can in those different areas because I'm getting stretched in so many. Um, I think of that book, you know, Men Are Waffles, Women Are Spaghetti. If you, I, I don't think that's the exact title, but if you Google, you know, Men Are Waffles, Women Are Spaghetti book, it's a really great book. I'd encourage you to read it. Um, but, you know, I just feel like, oh, have you ever felt that way? Like you're being pulled in so many different directions. You don't even know what direction to go first. You don't know who needs you the most. And sometimes you're just going to who needs you the most as opposed to doing what you really want to do. And that's why I think it all boils down to what motivates us. What is our life mission statement? What is our vision for our life? And if we can sit down and put that into words and put it on a (laughs) t-shirt, I laugh, but, you know, it has to be clear and concise enough that you can remember it, right? And it should be able to, you know, they say your mission and vision statements should fit on a business card or a t-shirt, something that you can remember, know, memorize, right? Um, But then if you have that mission statement, that vision statement, when people ask you to do things, you can say, I can't. It does not line up with my life's mission. I'm sorry. I respectfully decline. Or in my case, I can say, this is something I need to take off my plate. You know, because there's some things that I kind of enjoy, but they truly stress me out and create great stress in me. And... don't want that stress. Um, But I continue to do it because one, I don't want my friends mad at me and I don't think there's anybody else that will do it. And then, you know, I circle back to, all right, if this was my daughter, what would I say? I would say, well, it's not your responsibility to do what somebody else won't do. It's your responsibility to do what's best for you. Why is it so easy to give advice to our kids or others, yet we can't follow through with that very same advice that we would give them. I don't know. Does this have anything to do with what motivates you? I think it does. Um, Because I need to figure out my why. And I'm not talking my why as an Epicure independent consultant. Um, You know, because I honestly, you know, a lot of people are moving up and they're loving the company and moving up in the company and making big money. That's not my goal. Um, That I know. I do not want to, um, at least at this point in my life, that's not a goal I have. So like there's some clear things I know I don't want. Um, I enjoy being an Epicure independent consultant. Um, My goal is to be an executive consultant by the end of the year, just so I can make a little bit more money. But I don't want to be a leader. I don't want the extra responsibility. I don't want the extra hours. I don't don't want that. Because I feel that on some levels, as much as I love this Epicure and love selling it and the passion, you know, it's, I need to remove other things from my plate because I'm losing that time with God. I'm losing that quiet time. I'm losing my writing time. And those are things I enjoy. So why, if that's what I enjoy, 
is writing and speaking and serving God in that way. And I really look at my Epicure, you know, as a way to share good health and encouragement with others. So they see Jesus in me, not preaching at them and not evangelizing, but being who God's called me to be, that they would see that person, right? And that's what I want to do. I want to be doing that and writing and speaking and starting to travel to libraries and churches again to share and encourage and uplift others and lead Bible study. And But in order to do that, if that's what's motivating me, I need to have the courage and um, ability to let go of the things that don't line up with that plan. Does that make sense? Because if sharing with others and encouraging others and uplifting others is what motivates me, and there's things that are consuming my time that take away from that, that increase stress, um, they need to be removed because in order to focus on what's motivating me. So life's about choices. And so when I sit here and I talk to you and, you know, this is one sister's journey, keeping it real, right? And here's the reality. I am not asking you to do anything that I am not asking myself to do. I know it's not easy. I know it's going to be a challenge. I know that it's hard. And I am struggling in my own person to do the very things I'm encouraging you to do. Yeah, I think when we put it out there, you know, some will say when you put it into the universe, um, when you come alongside others, you know, by sharing it with you, even though I don't see you sitting there having your coffee or walking on the treadmill or driving to work, or doing the dishes, you know, I don't see you physically, I know you're there. I know my listenership is there. And because I've put it out there and shared that what motivates me ultimately is to share and encourage and uplift others through the ways God has gifted me. Maybe it's that simple. Maybe I am truly overthinking my own personal mission and vision statement, right? I'm like making it too hard. What motivates me? I am motivated to see others happy and encouraged and uplifted and inspired in spite of whatever's going on in their life. So those things in my life that are taking away from that need to be eliminated. You know, they're taking time, they're taking energy, they're taking, they're joy suckers, okay? I'll be honest with you. There are some things in my life that are pure joy suckers. And I enjoy them to a degree, yet they stress me out. And I do not look forward to them. And if they were off my plate, I would not miss them. I might miss the time with my friends for a couple of them, but I would not miss the pressure and the stress that goes along with it. So maybe I've just encouraged myself today. I don't know. (laughs) How's that for a Monday? Oh, is any of this making sense to anybody? Um, You guys have been quiet. I haven't heard back from anybody. I used to get like private messages on Facebook or 
people that know me would text me and say, oh, that was a great message. Yeah, you spoke to me. I don't get anything anymore. So I'm starting to wonder, maybe I'm not hitting at home anymore, which, you know, you're not always going to hit a home run. I get that. But I hope this was encouraging to you. And this week, we're really just going to focus on what's motivating you. And, you know, Colossians talks about working for the Lord, not for man. And just repeating that verse in the three different versions today was enough encouragement for me to, like, be okay. Because I'm doing a lot of work for man, for humankind, right? And I'm not using the time that's spent working for man to work for God. And that kind of stings. So I want to encourage you on this Monday, March 8th, to really take a deeper look. And this is where we're going to go this week, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Take a deeper look at what motivates you. And what are you doing to fuel and feed and nurture that part of your life? And if there are things that are joy suckers or are pulling you away from what you were called to do, if there are things that you are doing in your life that are call, that are pulling you away from what God's called you to do, what can be done to change that? And, you know, some of these things I picked up when my daughter went to college six years ago because I was so afraid I would be a puddle, you know, in that empty nest syndrome. Because we have one daughter, so she left and the house was empty. Um, And I was only going to do them temporarily, but then, you know, life happens. We all know the drill. But I want to encourage you to um, just focus on what motivates you. Figure out your life mission vision statements. Um, And, you know, I worked through it today while recording the podcast to keep it simple. And then what needs to change in order for you to do those things? All right, I will catch you on Wednesday and we will move into the second part of our journey on, you know, what motivates you. Thank you for listening to One Sister's Journey, Keeping It Real. I'm your hostess, Lisa, and I appreciate you listening. Be sure to hit the favorite button. If you like what you hear and you share it on social media, be sure to tag me. I love to see the tags when people share and, you know, reach out and send me a message or give me a call. If you're listening on the Anchor FM app, it's easy. You just click the message button and boom, you can make a call right to me. If you do not want it shared on the air, say, please don't air this. It's only for you. All right, everybody have a wonderful, wonderful week. And I will see you, or I should say, talk at you on Wednesday.